and um, let's do a reset and we'll get started on the next hour. So um, I'm going to do the thing here. Welcome to the Geocache Talk Network's eighth annual Podcast of Hope. Once again, we are raising funds for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Our goal is to raise $13,000, and we can only do that with your help. To help us reach our goal, please visit the website, podcastofhope.com, and donate. Now, let's join our hosts of the Geocache Talk Network's Podcast of Hope. Um, some giveaways, like every hour. So, uh, again, we've got... Um, we have Arted Crafted. Thank you, uh, Sean. Thank you so much for um, donating um, on this. So um, uh, it's always been great to have them as a sponsor, and they're giving away a shirt uh, every hour, and this has been great. So um, we're going to have that. Uh, also, we're back to an even uh, number. So we've got the 10 o'clock hour. We've got uh, Smashing Pennies is going to be giving away um, a grouping, a 10 smash pennies. You get to pick. This is really cool too. You get to go to their website and you get to pick um, the uh, smashing pennies uh, that you want to, to get. They, you can get the geocaching ones or you can get just the regular ones too that they've done. So different designs. So that that is awesome uh, for that. And uh, then also we've got, um, uh, we have a shirt. Puzzle Academy uh, from Cash Fest is uh, we have a shirt to give away for that, so um, that would be awesome. We got some sh uh, different shirts we're going to be giving away, and so that is a possible uh, prize this hour. So, and we welcome Della. Della, so Hi. so good to have you with us tonight. Hey, Thank you. Thank and um, it has it. Um, oh, absolutely. Um, this will be, I think, interesting. And I've got, um, my normal regular co-host, Jesse's over here, uh, Memphis mafia. And then we asked uh, John, he's our social media manager and part-time co-host. Uh, he's going to be with us too, because, um, he, um, he has the opposite of you. Uh, wow. you donated and he is a donor recipient not of a kidney, but we'll talk about his donor recipient uh, also. And um, but um, so before we before we get into that, I do have another video I want to show real quick, and then we're going to start uh, the discussion. But um, I like showing some of these videos to really help people, and this is one of my favorite videos. And so I'm going to we're going to show it now. Chemotherapy treatment can take months, even years, to complete. To a child, two years can feel like forever. So when patients at St. Jude finish chemotherapy, we celebrate with a no more chemo party. One, two,
be great. Be part of it. I'd, if, if, uh, if the, all I had to do every day was just throw no more chemo parties, I think I'd be a happy man. So, um, love it. So I asked Della to be on for this hour for this hour. And she's like, okay, this is going to be weird a little bit, but, uh, oh wow. We just passed 24,000. That's awesome. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Jesse. Yeah, that's incredible. Great. Yeah. But uh, her story is, is so inspirational that I thought we, we've got to do it. We've got to talk about it. So um, we will get to that. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, growing up in uh, – we both grew up in San Antonio. And um, now um, I, I live in the same spot. Me. Go ahead. What are you saying? Did we get elementary school together or just middle school? I couldn't remember that. Okay. Oh no, I, I went to Harmony Hills. So. Went to Harmony Hills, right? Because that's the other thing too. Is um, and um, you lived you lived actually over in the Harmony Hills area for a while before yes. moving to yes. to Village Circle. Yes, um, I moved to Village Circle in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so Dell and I lived in a, a a very sort of odd street. I guess you could call it. It had an entrance in back when we lived there. There was no entrance. There was no back entrance. Right. If you remember, you you could enter it, and, it was, and if, if you think about it, it was like a cul-de-sac. But it's this it was this large circle called Village Circle, and um, but it was it was a big it was a big street, but it went in a big circle. So anyway, um, and I remember you lived. If you drive down a state lane and you take a right, you were to the right. Yes. And I lived on the basically. If you could go through the middle of it into the other end. I was on that end. And um, we were, I think, fortunate that um, we had all the cool kids on our block. So yeah, on the village circle. So we had lots yeah. of, we had lots of, well, that's a lot of yeah. fun. Um, and I was going to ask you if you remember how many, how many kids you remember even living on village circle. I mean, I, I mainly remember you and James, of course. And yep. um, I, uh, I can't remember the, the guy that had the curly hair that lived when you took a right, a couple of doors down, a couple of houses down. I can't remember his name now. We had AC Salinas for a while. AC. Yes. We had Philip, Philip Holloway. Yes. yes. And uh, Rocky lived across the street from me, Rocky Thomas. And then I don't know if you ever met Kim Williams. She lived next door to me. But no, I don't remember. I, I yeah, don't remember. we had a we had a great bunch, um, and we would once in a while get together, and we would um, do something crazy or do something, you know, nefarious that we shouldn't have been doing. But um, <laughs> I, I remember um, it was you and Bailey. Yes, my, my older sister. sister. My sister. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, it's funny. We, we, we talked the other day about things and it was interesting because I have these memories of these certain things. And I guess this happens with everyone, but I think it's interesting that, you know, um, the things that we remember as kids and you guys can chime in on this as well, but you, there are certain things that you remember, you know, when you were young that other people are like, I don't remember that. 
You're like, well, you were there. You were right there. Why, did you, why don't you remember this? You know? And so I, I told the story thinking, well, she's going to clearly remember this story. And I remember playing, we were playing like, I don't know, it was like softball in James's yard and you and Bailey came over and, um, you know, I had a, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get the, let's go ahead and get this out of the, out of the way. But I had a huge crush on Della when I was a kid. So, um, when so Della and Bailey the first were, time revealing it on the podcast, Gary, first time I'm revealing it on the podcast, but it's like, Oh, Della and Bailey are here. This is awesome. But Della's like, I don't remember this at all. I don't remember this story. I was like, Oh, great. Break my heart, girl. Way to go. No, well, I remember um, the swimming parties. I remember those. Yeah, we had swimming parties. You're right. No, there was there was plenty of times, and um, and I remembered, and it's like you know how you have these these like first grade memories, trying to remember something back then. Yeah. At least for some of us that are older, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, he's like I don't know, but um, Jesse wasn't there for the moon landing. From Jesse was not there for the moon landing. But um, one of the things that um, that I remembered was I took this um, um, like uh, swimming lessons, and I was like, "Well, Della was there," and she's like, "I don't remember this." It's like, "Dang it! How many of these?" So anyway, I have horrible just, memories though. I, I just don't remember anything that, unless unless it's a visual, and then if I if I can see a picture or something, then I remember it. But just to recall it, I, I don't. Unless it was you know something major. Right, right, right. So, um, so we, um, like, you know, what we talked about, we, we lived nearby, but as, as sort of time went on, um, we didn't really kind of hang out. We, we were neighbors, but we kind of had our own group. Well, other than choir, um, but you know, that, but, um, you know, it's interesting how, uh, at least in you know my remembering of things is we would I would see certain people like yourself and it would be like see you in in high school and it would be like hey how are you doing but we were like always kind of going different directions but it was like I don't know it just seemed like we always had um, you know sort of happy memories of oh, of yes. you know our relationship of you know of being neighbors yes and. Sure. Yeah. And so, you know, what's interesting is that we have had um, many similar, many friends that we still have and that, um, you know, are, it's in, uh, I was talking with um, my son, Caleb, and Jesse was on when we were talking about earlier today about how social media, you know, first, a lot of social media is a mess and um, John gets to, to deal with our social media mess from time to time. Right, John. And, uh, you know, but, it's, it's not a mess from my perspective to me. I interact with a whole bunch of really cool people engaged on a very great topic. And I mean, in all honesty, there's not much drama unless, yeah. unless Jesse creates it. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> right. But for the most part, we, we for the most part, Jesse and I uh, kind of stay off of social media for the most part, but there are those times when um, you, these wonderful souls that are out there and Della's one of them 
that interact and and post inspirational things or they're um you know with friends that that we grew up with and you know it just warms the heart to see things that that um are posted by folks that um uh, just are avoiding the the noise that can be out there you know for um on our social media world but the 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 wonderful souls out there uh like Della who um will post inspirational items or they'll post you know, t- t- times when they're with, you know, and, and, uh, you know, she li- used to live in the San Antonio area. Um, yeah. I just and moved back, moved back three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to, and or yeah, it's years. interesting. You're teaching. Yeah. And you're teaching back at our old you know, ISD. So I know, I um, know. it's awesome that you're, you know, the old North- Northeast independent school district. And, uh, uh, you get to see a lot of people. So in a sense, I get to live a little bit vicariously through you because you get to hang out with some of our old buddies, um, Rose and Charlene uh, are, are a couple and you got to go on a trip with them recently, yes. but um, it's, it's just kind of neat to, to see that periodically. Wesleya is somebody who it, uh, we both know and uh, uh, you know, are, are probably hopefully watching uh, yeah. right now. And uh I sent a note to a bunch of the Churchill friends, um, but yeah, yeah, trying to get a post out to everyone, but um, you know, just uh, it it was just a, not everybody I think had the greatest memories of junior high and high school. And I know you're, you're trying to, you know, provide that in another way because you're teaching and You've been a teacher now for quite a few years. I mean, yeah, how many actually, years yeah. Thir- so I actually retired. I retired. Right. Um, I mean, you did. Yep. 20, 2021 or 20, I don't know. I'd lose track of time. 2022, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. And uh, after 31 years. And then I decided I took, had a year and I thought, no, I, I, teaching is what I need to do. So I went back. Um, yeah. That's it. This year, or, yeah. This year. This is my first full year back. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, that kind of tells you, you know, Jesse's a teacher as well. Now, Jesse, can you see yourself teaching for <laughs> that number of years, you think? Or uh, yeah. no, no. <laughs> it's not my first career. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people are, are having trouble staying that long. So it's a little different yeah. than it was when I first started. Yeah, no, I, we'll see. We'll see what life brings, but yeah, uh, you never know. <laughs> it, it is fun right now. I enjoy doing it. I, I love it a lot, but there's a time cap on everything, right? We can't, we can't yes. do everything forever. Right. Right. What, um, and what is it that you're, what's your area? What, what, what's, what grade you're teaching Della and what's your. I'm teaching eighth grade and I teach language oh. arts. And that's what I've taught okay, most cool. of my career is middle school. Yeah. Okay, cool. Did you, Della, when you when uh, uh, the donor process happened, were you retired at that time, or were no. you? I was. I was okay. teaching. That so was during COVID. That I was. That was during COVID. So we were doing the. Um, I think during that time is when we were teaching um, from home. 
or it might have been when we were back in the classroom, but had some kids right. online and some kids in the classroom. <laughs> Hybrid. I right. Think. Yeah. What a wild time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. it was crazy. And um, we were weren't sure if we were going to be able to have on Alyssa, but um, yeah, she was disappointed yeah, we, going to some concert or something. <laughs> so. But we talked about that before. It's like that's a good thing. She's able to be go to a yes. concert, you know. Yes. Yes. So yeah. uh, here's a photo um, of of you two. Um, yay. So I love the, uh, she moved to Colorado, um, a year ago or maybe two years ago. So I really miss her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, amazing. So, um, now that I've gotten past the, uh, nobody asked me any, any more questions about, uh, us, uh, being neighbors, we're going to move on because, uh, we don't want to talk about any of the other things we did. Um, so um, we, uh, you know, followed the, the, you know, some of us that were, you know, we, we heard about what you were doing. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. And um, followed, you know, from afar the, the process. So and we've had some questions in the chat room that we'll get to. And um, so. I guess my first question is, how did this even sort of come about? I mean, the uh, I know that Alyssa started posting some info, but from your perspective, how did you hear about and how did the whole thing sort of be begin? Okay. So, um, you know, I grew up here, right? So about, um, yeah. here was it, uh, before... So even before I started teaching, um, I met someone named Roger and um, we dated for a while, yeah. you know, ended up you're not together, whatever. It's important to the story. <laughs> and so um, yes. and then I got married, moved away, whatever. But we always stayed in touch. Well, when I um, moved back, um, we kind of started seeing each other a little bit. And then um, we went, One of, Alyssa was actually his friend. And so okay. when I met Alyssa, I already knew a little bit about the background that she um was on dialysis. Hers was pretty right. bad because she had to be on dialysis all the time. Like she just didn't go to somewhere, you know how some people they go to the dialysis center and they are hooked up for right. so many hours. She had to be hooked up at night, all night long, like the, the oh bathroom. And yeah, it was, yeah. So she, her, hers was really bad. And um, wow. so I knew about her and um, the first time I met her, you know, just sweetest little thing. She's, um, She's 27 at that time, maybe 26, right. and um, just so sweet. And you know, just got to know her. And um, I don't know, it's just the weirdest thing. You know, we were talking, and um, she was telling me a little bit about her situation. And I just yeah. looked at her, and it was really like a God thing. I just had this feeling like, right, I can do this. I, you know, this, I, I wonder if I'm a match. And I immediately just picked wow. up my phone and, and, and went on the site. and did the app, you, know, you have to fill out application and um, right then, and I don't remember how long it took, probably just a day or so. And they called sure. and um, asked if I wanted to do the test to see if I would be a match. And um, wow. like, yeah, and it just, everything fell into place. I mean, it was, um, it, it was, it was, it's a good thing. And, and to me, I mean, it really wasn't that big of a deal. It was just something that I could oh. do and, and everything. I mean, it's a big deal to give her a kid. I just meant it wasn't that, 
you know, it, it just, it just fell in, it just, everything just fell into place. Fell. And right. Just, yeah. Oh, it, it, was just, uh, it was a big deal. I, we can't gloss over it's, that. It is. You don't just go. Yeah. Through, <laughs> there, there has to be so something guess, inside of you. You're like, I think I can do this. Like what, what drove you to say, I mean, obviously you're a good person without a doubt. We know that, that but what drove you to say this is to want to do that kind of sacrifice for someone else? Cause it's not like you're, you're not giving them hair, right? I mean, you're, you're, you know, which is a big sacrifice also for many people. Yeah. Like, love and yeah. stuff, but you're not I, I giving think, them a shirt off your back. You're giving them part of your body. Yeah. I, I think, um, well, when I first thought about it, I, so she's on the waiting list that would be 10 years. So the first right. opportunity that she might be able to get one, she'd be 37. And uh, she's married, young married couple. And um, I have three children. I yeah. know that she wants, wants to be a mom, but there was no way she could not even try until she had right. a kidney. And so I thought, well, if wow. I can give her a kidney, then she can have a baby. So that that was my, yeah. my number one reason. Well, first to save her life, you know, because she sure. knows if she would have made the 10 years, but then also just so that she could be a mom. And um, I, I talked to her, or texted her earlier, and I said, uh, she said, let me know if there's anything I can say. I said, well, just tell me, you know, what's the best part about, you know, this happening for you? And she said, well, besides the obvious, um, yeah. the best thing, she said, the best part is just that she's, they're able to start, you know, starting a family. So wow, that was really wow, what so I, good to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was so excited about because, you know, she wanted to be a mom and if, if she waited oh, the 10 awesome. years, because after you, after you get the, after she got the transplant, she had to wait two years to start trying for a family. So they're now at the right. two year. So, but if she had waited 10 years, then she'd be almost 40. And then who knows, you know, right. she would have been able to. So I knew she needed right. to start right away. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Did you so have to like talk through it or, I mean, like you knew it was the right thing to do, but did yeah, you, yeah. did you do some research or, you know, that's a scary yeah. thing. I, like I've yeah. never done it obviously. Right. Or we'd be talking about it, but um, like, did you have to research a while for a while and go, yeah, I think this is something I can do. Or just like you were convicted from the very beginning and knew this is something you had to do. I was pretty much decided to do it, but I did talk to my kids. That was important. Mm -hmm. I wanted to let them, you know, give their opinion on it, if they were okay. Because one, one thing that would have stopped me, I thought, you know, what if one of my kids need a kidney and then I don't have one to give, you know, mm -hmm. that was, but then right. um, I don't remember which child it was, but they said, well, if we need a kidney, we can get one from each other. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so that, that was, so I talked to the kids and they were all, you know, they were fine. Um, my mom, my mom at first was not too happy about it. Um, you know, of course, you know, she doesn't want her daughter to, and she said, what if something happens yeah. to your other kidney? And I'm like, well, you know, you just can't live that way. I, I um, you know, everyone, you can live with one kidney. You know, the only thing that has changed in my life is I cannot have Advil. That is the huh. only change. Yeah. There's nothing else, you know, no there, Advil. Yeah, that's that's it. You can't have any ibuprofen. Um, there's some other medicines, but you know the main one that you take right. all the time. You know, um, I can't have. I can only sure. have Tylenol. But that's it. that's the right. only change. That's why I try to encourage people, you know, to be a living donor. And and it, mm -hmm. the only way it changes your life is no Advil. That's it. No Advil. That was it. Yeah. Have you thought yeah. about being a living donor before this, or was just this? This is what inspired you to 
to do this. I never really thought about it. I, um, I always signed the back of, you know, my driver's license to be a donor after I died, (laughs) but no, not to Alyssa. Did it, did it really, but wow, you know, I, I, I'd really thought about it. Um, but I, I'm a firm believer, though, that God puts you in places where you're supposed to be. And so when right. that, you know, and, uh, Roger and I are friends, you know, we've been friends forever. And so I think that we yeah. reconnected so that I can meet Alyssa so that she could get my kidney. Yeah. I mean, I, I I just think that that's what happened. You know, that's why it happened. Wow. So. Yeah. No, yeah, that's perfect. Um, yeah. Um, so like you said, you, 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 you start to go down this, the, the pathway and then um, they do the tests, you know, to see uh, if you're a match. And then from the time that y'all, you know, it was sort of confirmed that, that you were a match from that point to the actual surgery. How long do you think that that was approximately time-wise? Do you think? Well, I actually looked it up. So I would know that answer if you asked me. <laughs> so, um, Perfect. Cause you know, cause you know me, I, I have that uh, scrap photo scrapbook, you know, on Facebook. So I just went yeah. back to the, that year, but, um, yeah. so I actually, it was February 7th, 2020 is when we found out I was a match. And then, right. and, um, and then, you know, COVID was going on and they were, they were stopping all surgeries. They, oh, wow. Yeah, they weren't doing any surgeries at all. And so we're like, oh, no, you know, what are we going to do? But they went ahead and they did this, the, the transplant in um, June. And then July is when they okay. they stopped every every surgery. So we got in right, right. before. Because it was supposed to be, we weren't supposed to have it done until July. And then they moved it up. So, oh, that, okay. yeah, so it was up. basically only four months before that we found yeah. out we were a match. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, Della, could, could you talk a little bit more, too, about what the recovery process was? You, you Dak, was asking about that. She said she heard it can be tough for donors. You know, I, I, I guess it's like having a baby. It's bad at the time, and then you quickly forget. Um, I, I remember that it, it, I mean, it hurt, obviously, the, um, you know, that my abdomen area was really, really sore for a long time. Um, right. But I don't remember it as being, it, it wasn't anything terribly horrible. Um, it took a long time to be able to sit up, but that's just right. basically the surgery. I mean, you know, it was just, it's just any normal surgery. If you have, you know, surgery on your stomach area, you know, it wasn't anything you know, horrible. It really wasn't. It wasn't just a I normal I like how surgery. we're all nodding along, like we can relate to giving a kidney or having a baby. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. We know exactly what you're yeah, yeah, we know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying it, it, it really was, wasn't a deal. Yeah. Well, in the, the note, I found a note that you, um, about, um, the, the other side of it too, is the fact that, you know, it's one thing to have, you know, that, you know, obviously the, the huge deal of Dell donating, but it's like, what happened with Alyssa. And so, um, I, I loved the, the comment that I found, which would, that was the fact that like immediately after she got her, she got your kidney, all of a sudden it's like working. Yes. It's like yeah. it turned pink. It turned pink immediately. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the, the, the magic of, of the human body. Go ahead. 
Yeah. Well, we joke about, she and I joke about how, you know, I'm, you know, late fifties <laughs> and she's, you know, late twenties. I'm like, Oh, you got an old ladies, you know, old ladies, you know, kidney. Cause and it's true. She's going to have to, you know, she'll have to have another transplant eventually because mine is old. So, right. Um, right. You know, she will have to have another one, but we always joke about, you know, about that. old lady, old lady kidney, <laughs> old lady, old lady kidney. So I guess but I mean, like cancer. you said, she, I mean, she had chronic kidney disease. I mean, she was not, yeah. her, Sorry, my her dog kidneys were not going off. to be, they were not healing. They, you know, her kidneys were not going to heal. So, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I assume there was a chance going in that you could have gone through all this and it wouldn't have taken, right? right. I mean, it, it may not have worked for it. And then right. you've kind of given a kidney and it doesn't, she could have been, a body could have rejected it or. Yeah. And it still that, can. Yes, okay. it was a concern, and and it's never uh, out of the woods. Even though she, you know it's been three years, or, you know three years, um, yeah. she could still reject it. Her body can reject it at any time. So she takes like, sorry, my dog. Um, she takes okay. like a handful of, of medication. I mean, every day. Yep. Yep. That's your pug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Della happens. has the. Della has Della has the cutest pug. I love the photos of her of her dog. It's funny. So, uh, go ahead. Only can you better. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Scott, you're you're absolutely correct. Um, Della's not old. We're I'm just saying. He just called me an old lady. Yeah, what are you talking about, old lady? Don't call her that. Oh man, I don't think no. that was the focus of that statement. No. Yeah, we, we are I not. I, said it. I think I said it first. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you already know, or she already knows that she's going to have to have another transplant in the future. Just yes. because that's, that's yes. how it works. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Because, you know, um, I mean, it could be 40, 50 years from now, but you know, true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to live another 40, 50. Della, I you and I, we're going yeah, yeah. to so start growing another one. So you can give it, give her another <laughs> one. Start growing another. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, in, you know, it's, um, it's an, it's an amazing process. If you, you know, in the, you know, whoever, I mean, we're, I don't know how many years since the very first person, it'd be interesting to look up. Um, yeah. I guess we could Google it, but who the first person was that, you know, donated a kidney. Um, I mean, the, the, the technology has been around, obviously for, for, for a right. time, uh, already, but, um, you know, the, I, the, the, the process and the, the fact that you could even get that to, to, um, to work is, is fascinating. My, um, my brother is on a list for lung transplant, obviously oh, not wow. living donor situation. Yes. Yes. Um, Right. But, um, everybody always asks the same thing. It's like, Oh, do he smoke his whole life? He's like, he's never smoked a day in his life. It, he wow. got it. And this is, this is a warning to everybody out there. Um, but he remodeled his house in San Antonio. Uh, they still live there, but he remodeled his house and, um, he didn't wear any kind of respirator when they were pulling everything out. Wow. So, and it didn't necessarily sound not necessarily asbestos, but just 
the fiberglass or the junk that he, you know, was able, was right. exposed to right. got into his lungs and it slowly, you know, got away. But, um, you know, a lot of tests have gone into the, the process for him of getting prepared for the day when hopefully he can get, you know, uh, a new set yeah. of lungs. And so, um, that is something that, um, you know, we've, you know, started to prepare for, and it's just amazing that the technology for that is even out there. And, you know, the process for him is, you know, uh, they were going to be able to fly him. Like there's a, there's a nonprofit that's out there and that's what they do. They sort of prep um, various yeah. donors and, and everybody so that he can get uh, a, a new set of lungs, hopefully soon. Wow. I mean, he's, yeah. How long, and, how long uh, has he been waiting? Um, he didn't really start, I think, the process of, of trying to get uh, on the list until fairly recently, I think last year. So he went through a lot of tests uh, recently up here in Dallas. Um, they won't do it in San Antonio. I don't know why. Um, oh. But so he, they're going to fly him to Dallas to do the to do the test. And for those that don't know, there's a five about a five hour uh, drive between Dallas yeah. and San Antonio. Obviously, a flying it'll be much quicker yes. uh, between the two. But um, so anyway, yeah. It, so and I, and I think because I I know uh, mm. Della when Gary was telling me about the podcast, I hope in this one I thought this would be a a great opportunity to really kind of talk a little bit about organ and tissue donation. Yeah, you know, certainly a topic that people you know don't really talk about a lot, but it's very right. important. Yes. Especially when the need for, uh, you know, transplants like, you know, Gary, where you're saying with your brother and yeah, sorry yep. to hear that one. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, that need uh, outpaces, you know, what people are able to provide on that one. So, you know, certainly for, for all of us, you know, hearing kind of stories like this in these narratives, it's good to think more about that organ and tissue donation. Uh, mm -hmm. I know for myself being a uh, recipient of somebody's uh, tissue. Yeah. Yeah, tell people about how that you were out geocaching. No, I was. I was actually. I should have been geocaching, but I was out uh, hiking, scouting out oh, that's true. for trail. So uh, I'm the vice president for a trail organization in Western New York. We were looking at an old railway bed that hadn't been used in 60 years. They took the ties out. They took the rails out. They even took the ballast out. And uh, this part was just completely absorbed by a swamp. So I was going through the swampy area planted my left foot and it started to sink in pretty quick. Mm -hmm. So then I tried to kind of pull out with my right quick and then I heard <laughs> a click cringing up there, snap yeah. grind, uh, and promptly fell over on that one. So, uh, luckily I was out with a group of people, uh, including our former County warden, God bless his soul. Um, and he, you know, helped me get upright, wrap my knee, uh, I found something like a, a, a log that I could lean on with my right hand side. And I kind of had to like hold my knee together with my left hand and kind of inch out of there. Um, but yeah, long story. What's how far were you from something? Cause I mean, Jesse and I probably just, Jesse and I would probably just left you there. I mean, you know, you had, you've had a good life. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have Oh, if you'd man. been out geocaching, that wouldn't have happened to you. I'm just saying. Yeah, if you'd have been geocaching, yeah, this wouldn't have you know. come about. But 
no, I no, go I, ahead, keep going. I'm just messing with mile. you. So a half mile I had to, to inch out of there. And luckily I had my Garmin in reach, so I knew if I had to hit an SOS, I could have gotten out of there. But I used it to take a look, and I saw an old farm road that I could uh, just take a half mile out and get back on the road. So I was able to do that, uh, you know, with help, of course. But, yeah, I ended up having a bucket handle meniscus oh. tear, where that's when your meniscus it tears into multiple pieces and it gets caught up in the knee joint and the leg locks and i tore my acl completely i tore my patella uh bruised my tibia pretty good too and uh my doctor said well the good news is is your hamstring and quad are intact on that side (laughs) that's it the rest of it's not right But, but granted with the extent of those injuries when it came to repairing it uh, they basically uh, used a donor's, a deceased donor's uh, old Achilles tendon for my new ACL. Oh, so no. they had to uh, drill out the bones, loop that through, screw that into place. Wow. And uh, so that's what my new ACL is. So I never really would have thought that I would have been a recipient of, uh, you know, somebody else's uh, tissue on that right. one. That's wild. Um, out of nowhere, is, too. Yeah. Out of nowhere. nowhere, out of nowhere. But you know, for me beforehand, you know, you, you think about organ and tissue donation, but you never think like, "Geez, would I really, you know, need something?" Right, right. That's true. Um, and what that value is. So you know, part of that I think is, you know, from those that benefit, it it seems weird at first. You know, I mean, if you're thinking from either a living or a deceased donor on that one, right? Uh, but it's very important you know, on that one. Cause like for me, if I didn't have that, I would not be walking right now, you know? Right. So, so because of that the generosity of others, right? Absolutely. I mean, I know yours was a, not a, a live donor, but they, the people still had to sign up for it and be a part of that. And just like the whole theme of everything tonight and why this fits in so perfectly is we're raising money for St. Jude tonight. And, you know, those, those families have a devastating news delivered to them and, their life has changed immediately and luckily St. Jude is there, but it's the, it's they're only a St. Jude is only able to help these families because of generosity of people. And that's the yeah, same absolutely. thing with, you know, Della, what you've done. And for John, your, you know, your, your knee is brand new because somebody else decided they wanted to help somebody else. And they knew, you know, they don't get anything out of that. They decide to help somebody. It, obviously if it's not living donor, they don't even know if they ever get to help anybody. Right. That's, that's after their past, but all of this comes down to the generosity of others. And, you know, just like you right. said, you may not think, you know, like Gary's brother, he's never was a smoker. He didn't think he's ever needed a lung transplant. You didn't right. think you really need a new knee, you know, yep. Della didn't even think about giving her kidney before she just decided to be one of those generous people. And people don't think about this and, until it affects their life, but it's something you need to think about. It can affect anybody at any time. And, you know, whether you're on either end of it, I got lucky. All of my replacement parts are brand new. I don't have to use any used parts, but mine are all brand new. But all shiny metal, all shiny metal in my book. But um, I mean, this this can affect anybody at any time, right? You know, it's it's one of those things that it's easy to think. Yeah, that's good for somebody else, somebody right. else to do, or you know, somebody else's family or whatever. But um, you know, it's right there. Just that you know you. One day you're, it's not in your world, and the next day it is. And if, if people yep. weren't out there being generous, they think how bad life would be, or if you'd even have life still. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, Trisha was asking you, John, about do you have to do any kind of anti-rejection meds at any kind of... No, I don't, I, I, I don't for mine. Mine with the tissue, when it's somebody else's uh, Achilles, they they irradiate it prior to that. There is still a chance of uh, tissue rejection. Luckily, right. I have not experienced that whatsoever. So, cool. So good, everything's good, good. very good. And then, yeah, the Ryan, good, good, good thing, Jesse. Yeah, Ryan mentions that for those that want to register, uh, he's registered with one uh, a site called Be the Match, and then UDAC says that Be the Match is great. So um, that might be a good, um, uh, a good spot for people if they want to. You know, uh, like Deli, you were talking about how uh, you know people can uh, sign up for you know, after, after they pass that they could be part of that. And mm -hmm. Scott mentions about uh, one donor can save up to 15 lives. I thought that's pretty amazing. That's yeah. awesome. So we did some good math there, but um, that's really cool. So, um, mm -hmm. so as far as you know, uh, you know, we, we talked about, you know, Alyssa's d doing pretty well and, and everything. Mm -hmm. um, th there are, um, there's, you know, people out there that, um, you know, are, are in need of, of different kinds. Like you said, John, you've got that, you know, you had a different situation. But I, I don't think that we all really think many times about those kind of situations. I never, I mean, I never thought about, well, you know, if I pass, somebody could take a tendon of mine and give it to somebody like, you know, the, you know, did something foolish out in the middle of nowhere and uh, could fix their uh, fix their knee. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say foolish? I oh, man. Somebody <laughs> who was hoping to build a trail that many people could enjoy. And That's right. <laughs> I wonder if one day if John will tell us the actual story of how he hurt Yeah, him. instead of <laughs> this. It's awfully rehearsed. I don't know if I believe yeah. this. Oh, this, this is a true story. We if might have to bring out witnesses because I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, it, yeah, I can give you our, our county warden, our former county warden. He'll, he'll he can vouch for you. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think he's I'm on your sure. side. I don't know that I believe him. I need an independent <laughs> witness. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hodag mentioned earlier. I didn't catch it, but he says he would have dragged you out of there. So, oh, happy man. Hodag. More okay. More power to you, man. I I don't Hodag. know. I just... If we're at a geocaching event on this one, and uh, you know. A, I'm I'm game for going cashing with you, man. I'm gonna think twice about going cashing with Gary next time. So, you know, it's it's easy to say he would have carried you out there, but I think exactly. to really test that. Next time you see him, just jump on his back and see if he'll give you a piggyback ride. That's the only way to really know. <laughs> That's the way to know. Yeah, I saw that earlier. But it doesn't practice attempt. It. Yeah. So yeah, so you know, um, the knee and that we talked about the kidney. Um, I you know because it's never. It's never touched my life yet. I hadn't even really looked into it other than signing, you know, I signed the organ donor yeah. thing. You don't think about it. Nobody yeah. actually thinks about it. There's, but there's so many things that can be harvested, right? I mean, there's a lot of things. And, I, and I'm sure Della and, and you too, John, since you've gone through the process on the other end, you, you probably delved into it a little bit just to see more into that world. Um, yeah. Like, so after this process, well, both of you, after the process, do you does it come up in conversation when people are talking to you? Do you say, "Hey, you need to go check into this"? You know, obviously your story went. Both of your stories went exactly how you want them to, and they don't always. But have you kind of become a one of those people that just 
personally tells, you know, tell the story and, and let people kind of spread the word now? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I know one of the things um, even in, in, in Scott uh, brings up a point here, too. So he said yep. it should be mentioned that those donors almost always die in tra tragic situations like a traffic accident. So the families are dealing with tragedy may, may not be ready um, at times. So 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 yeah. that that's a good point, Scott, yeah, for those point. who who benefit like myself. You know, after your surgery, you get a card that that gives you not the person's contact information, but actually a right. third party. Right. And you can write to them. So I wrote to them to to share my appreciation. Right. Um, you know, for what their family member, their their generosity of their donation. Right. Uh, but you don't always hear back. I didn't hear back. And I, I assume that has to be a very tough thing for a family to go through, you know, on that side. Um so on that, yeah, you know, part of that card, Jesse, is just, uh, you know, would you be willing to talk about it? So I said, sure, I'd be willing to talk about it, you know, uh, what that process is or for receiving a donation. And certainly I'll, I'll talk about it, too, to kind of spread the word, because it seems like there's a stigma sometimes, especially from deceased donors and people. Right. You know, that yeah. goes along with that. And um, and I think it's good to talk about what that actually means and how people can benefit. You know, if it's tendons, if it's eyes, if it's organs, you know, there's a lot of benefit to a lot of people where it definitely helps to improve people's quality of lives big time. You know, I've, I've always thought about that, like, you know, if I was to die and I'm always been an organ donor or whatever, but that's not a decision that I have to make. Right. I mean, like I can sign yeah. a card now. That's not a decision yeah. I have to make right now. That's family wouldn't have to make it either right that's after i'm gone i think it's a different level of scary to think about like like della did thinking about like you need something now oh let's go ahead and give it to you now for some reason to me that's a and i know there's stigma around all of it right but that's a different level of scary to me i think i obviously i want people to take whatever they need of me when i'm gone use it if it can save somebody take it i don't i don't need it anymore but it's I think it's just wild to think right. that you're giving a part of you while you're still alive. And I mean, obviously it's a great thing you did, but it's so scary. I just, that's. Yeah. And wild. I would be lying if I didn't say I wasn't, you know, going into the, uh, um, you know, the day, you know, waiting to go, you know, back and right. yeah, I was scared. You know, I, I, of course I was scared. You know, you don't know if something's going to happen, you know, during surgery right. or so of course I was scared, but that was you know, once they gave me that happy stuff, I was good, <laughs> but you know, I, uh, right. that was great. But, um, yeah, I, I, that was such a small percentage and, and, um, you know, you'd ask if, if we talk about it, I, I'm kind of shy. And so sometimes I have a hard time bringing it up. I don't, I don't want to look like, I'm always afraid that if I bring it up, I don't want to look like I'm saying, Oh, look what I've done. You know, look what right. I've done. Cause that's not, you know, that's not why I did it. And I don't want to come across that way. So I'm still struggling yeah. on how to bring it up without sounding like, oh, you know, I did it. So you can, do, you know, so, yeah. um, but yeah. I do want to do that. I, um, my main thing is to let people know that it really, it really is not a difficult um, procedure. Um, you get a free, right. you get free um, uh, checkup. I mean, they check everything. I had cat scans and MRIs and I mean, everything. I mean, they, they check yeah. to make sure that, you know, you can handle the surgery to make sure that you're okay. And, um, right. I had to wear a heart monitor. I mean, and it's all paid for, you know, I don't have to pay for 
I didn't have to pay for anything. And um, luckily, Alyssa's um, husband is military. So, you know, they had that, you know, so they didn't have to pay for anything either. So they were lucky on that. But um, then, sorry, (laughs) but um, it's okay. (laughs) Trying to get to the snacks. Cute I live in an apartment. Like, but um, anyway, I so yes, I do try to talk about it and and let people know that it's really not mm-hmm. a hard thing to do. Um, right, it's an easy procedure, and you know, it's it's you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to bring uh, Neil in. Neil, if you got a minute, uh, I'm going to bring Neil sure. in because. Um, Hey Neil. Um, so I saw earlier you now you uh, what's your um, what's been your experience with donations? Is your is it your uh, you said it's your brother? My no. brother. Yeah. Somebody my got- brother. Yeah, my brother uh, was in a car accident. This was uh, thirty eight years ago. Was in a car accident and ended up losing half his pancreas so he right. ended up being diabetic for many years and uh a few years right. ago he was on dialysis three days a week um for three years and he was at a point where the dialysis was you know just not doing what it was supposed to do and um he i don't know how he found this lady but um or if she found him but um they, this lady decided to donate a kidney, and uh, I guess it's probably been seven years now. I think that he's had this wow. new kidney, and That's uh, great. wow, it, it has changed his quality of life immensely. So right, yeah, yeah, and, uh, um, it's wonderful. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just That's uh, he's he's. Uh, 69 now. So, yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, um, I think, you know, Della, I know that you don't, you don't bring it up really on social media, um, which is fine. I mean, that's, uh, you know, um, it, if it comes up, I think, I think it came up recently, um, like on an anniversary of the, the surgery, I think you've, you know, you might mention oh, it. Yeah. In June. I probably, yeah. yeah. I try to bring it up then. And, um, you know, when she gets pregnant, you know, I'll bring it up. To, I'm just, you know, just really looking forward to her having, you know, getting pregnant and starting their family and, you know, and even just the little, you just don't realize, yeah. What a difference it makes in their life. Like when she got to go swimming or take a bath, she could, she could never take a bath. Um, so she got to take a bath. To, um, she got to go swimming, yeah. you know, things that she couldn't do before. So it, you right. know, it just makes a difference. You know? But yeah, I just don't bring it up. And like I said, I, I, I want to, but I just don't want to come across well, as, you know. <laughs> you won't. Yeah. It's, that's not your nature. I know that, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, all the different things she's hasn't been able to do. You're going to, you, you basically provide, I mean, just the fact that she doesn't have to be on a machine. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, to me, that's, uh, 
that's you know glorious thing. So, well, we're we're kind of getting to the end. I I, I dragged Neil in because um, uh, I saw your story earlier, Neil, and uh, we're starting to get again to the end. So, see, Della, we filled an hour. So don't. So you can. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. For, Della for was worried. Me. I know. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, she was like, oh, what are we going to talk about for an hour? It's like, trust me, we'll, we'll, we, we got plenty. And um, yeah. we, we survived it, Della. Fortunately, John and Jesse did not uh, ask us for um, too many stories about us uh, walking around. I mean, I can't imagine what, well, back when you and I lived there, um, if, well, we kind of did it nefariously, but I would think, you know, if, if your mom caught me doing something, she's going to go talk to my mom and, yes. you know, that's just the way it's going to be. And that's the yes. way it was always, you know, um, you know, but uh, for the most part, I think we, we would hang out. I mean, we'd walk the streets cause we were weird and we'd do that. We had a circle. We never, we could get lost. We just keep walking yeah. the same circle, but <laughs> For the most part, I think we hung out at just at the houses. I mean, yes, for the most yes. part. I mean, and the the Golders, you know, that was you know, yes, that was the best. That was yeah. a, a big hangout. Uh, yeah, you know, with with James and yeah, mm -hmm. and his his mom and dad were 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 great. Um, um, and so you know, s such good times, and um, you know, um, just you know, I don't think kids today kind of realize, and that's the thing that you hear people are like, you know, kids don't, you know, aren't able to do this, that, and the other because just they, they don't. And I know with your teaching, you probably hear, you know, the, the crazy stories. My wife's same kind of situation. She, she hears all the crazy stories, but I mean, we, we would do just like it says, you know, like people, you know, comment, we would stay out till the, you know, the street lights came on and we'd head home. You know, that was just kind of, yes. you know, the, the, yes. I don't think the parents ever thought twice about what we were doing other than, well, they're yeah. out in the, they're out with the other kids. What are, who knows what they're doing, you know? But, oh, yeah. uh, right. Right. Yeah. So, so, so Della, from, um, from your interactions with Gary yeah. when you were younger, is there the sense that you think Gary would be, be a big geocacher or treasure hunter later in life? No, I wouldn't have picked up on that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't Probably know. not. But I think I it's where I bought his book. I read your book. Did you have a book, right? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I got a few. Yeah. 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 I've done some no, books. I think yeah. it's great, though. But, um, yeah. It, it, it is funny just to kind of the fact that we've kind of kept up um, and you know, we've all gotten a little bit older, but, um, it's, it, it is fun. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so you know bummed that I didn't get to go to the, the big reunion that we had recently. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, but, um, when I'm back in town, I will try to, uh, get some of the gang back together and, uh, right. you know, get a, get a, get a hangout going again. So, that would be wonderful. Again, thank you so much, Della. Right, thank you. Um, yeah, nice and you, um, thank you. Yeah, great meeting you, Della. Yeah, thanks. Thank Good night. Tell, All right, and we'll see you. Say 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 hi right. to uh, to Rose and everybody. Mm -hmm.
I will. Bye. I will. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks, Della.